This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hear me? I did. I heard you. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need. You just say that and they show up. They come jumping out of a shrub. Oh, cool. No matter where you are in life, when you need the coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, my name is Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and, oh, shit. I, I, as I was you saying, just had and I your, thought, You just had a hard time with your no, no, name. No, because as I was saying my name, I thought, what if I can't pronounce my name? And then <laughs> oh I couldn't God. pronounce it. Now got, I'm having incredible anxiety. <laughs> so you feel anxious about being Conan's I, friend? No, I feel anxious about being on this fucking thing right now. All right, here, let me try again. Okay, God. Here we go. God damn it. <laughs> okay. And I feel a tad hopeful, but not really. What? About being Conan's friend. What is that all about? Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walk and lose, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Welcome to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, this is a special episode. This is the season finale. I didn't understand anything about podcasts when this thing began. Didn't know what to expect. And here we are 36 episodes later. And of course, it takes a village. And in my case, that village is uh, my trusty assistant, Sonam Obsession. Hey, Sona. Hi, Conan. Uh, and uh, Mr. Matt Gorley. How are you, Matt? Hi, Conan. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I, you know, we, uh, we banter quite a bit, and uh, there's a lot of verbal jousting and um, attacks upon one another, mostly me attacking you guys, to be honest. <laughs> but I, have, I, I do want to be sincere for a second and say this has been a delightful surprise, this podcast. I, I started off with no expectations um, and got kind of talked into it, and we started doing it. And I think from the get-go, been having a blast. And we here we are 36 episodes later, and uh, it's been really fun. I don't know how you guys feel. I love it. I, uh, I think now is a good time to thank you for asking me to be a part of it. It's awesome. It's really fun. I think that um, 
I don't know. I, I felt always a little nervous about podcasting because I didn't think it, I, I would be interesting at all, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but people love you on the podcast. Oh, I don't know. I, that's yeah. nice. You know what? The thing is, it's great. You're very good at being yourself. So your uh, natural uh, disdain <laughs> for me, uh, it, it's, it comes out very naturally. And, uh, but also, no, you're, you're a great counterbalance to, as we are in life, what I've always say, I say this all the time, the way Sona and I are on the podcast, that's us all day at the show. Right. And if you literally just drop a microphone mm-hmm. while you and I are yelling at each other about coffee or whatever. Right. And you mocking me, uh, you think my uh, hip hop freestyling is, is awful. Awful. It's the worst thing I I've dis- ever heard. I disagree. Oh, you disagree. Yeah. It's terrible. But let me just say also, I know we make a lot of fun, but I love you. I love working for you. And this has been an absolute blast. And I love that I've met Matt Gorley. Matt Gorley. Let's throw it over to Matt Gorley. That means the world to me because this has been a joy for me. I literally got off a plane from doing another goddamn podcast and was told, hey, you're going to be working on the Conan O'Brien podcast. And I went... Well, what's that? And and they wait. Told, you didn't know who I was. No, I knew who you were, but I, oh, what, I knew were, you didn't, didn't have a hold podcast. On, hold yeah. on, okay. But yeah. what were your preconceived notions about Conan oh, O'Brien? What do you mean? I'm a fan. I knew. I know all your stuff. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. That wasn't convincing to me. <laughs> what do you want? You feel like, like a guy that's covering. Uh, <laughs> I'll sign an affidavit. Listen, uh, that's. I'm not going to go fishing for compliments. It's clear. There, there's no fish in that pond. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to pack up my rod and reel and move on. Gorley, you're very good at this. You're very good. I, I do give you a hard time because you're an absurd person. Uh, Wait, you, you really can't are. Tell me you're going to. You do give me a hard time, and in, in the same sentence, then oh, yes, you give I me can. a hard time. Yes, I'm very good at this, and uh. I can do two things at once. But <clears throat> you do a very good job on the uh, podcast. You know your podcasts. Uh, terrific job. You do the edits. Uh, you set it all up. Uh, you really are a pro. You're also uh, one of the most ridiculous people uh, I've encountered in can my I life. Can I just can respond in two words? Sure. You are. <laughs> uh, I will just respond with, I am rubber. You yourself are made of glue. Oh, wow. Uh, whatever uh, you say wow. uh, ricochets off of me because I I'm rubber. I do live in your head. And then uh, I don't sticks exist. to the glue, Pigeon which pie. is what you are. Pigeon pie. Uh, your mother's name is Winifred? Welford. Oh, I'm sorry. How ridiculous of me. <laughs> and you two go to the park and sketch together. You own Dwight Eisenhower's What happened to this tender telephone. moment we had? I thought we were really going to land that and stick that I landing. Know. You uh, are uh, you're a strange sprite uh, from another land. Maybe uh, I am. Who's somehow. Maybe I <laughs> there's am. There's something elfin about you. Even though your dimensions are, are, are quite uh, normal, you are um, a sprite. You're, uh, Maybe I am. You live you know in the what? woods. I am going to lean into this. You, and I think I'm going to come next time in later hosen. <laughs> you are. You, I know we've just scratched the surface <sighs> on how strange well, you are. yes and no. That's the problem. But it's not the way you characterize it. Mm, <laughs> pretty good judge of character. <laughs> now, this is the season finale episode today, but that doesn't mean the fun has stopped. Starting on August 5th, we're going to have six weeks of mini episodes with my really good friend, Dana Carvey. These shows are called Deep Dive with Dana Carvey. It's six episodes of hilarious madness, courtesy of Dana, who's just a brilliantly funny guy, and his brain is a magical, silly, ridiculous thing, and I just love playing with him. And so look for those. There's 
Going to be six of them dropping once a week. Uh, we're going to be back with season two of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend in a couple of months. And we look forward to seeing you then. And I just want to thank everybody who contributed this season. All my guests, we just had 36 terrific guests. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I think uh, it was more like 37. Because it's, remember when we did Schwartz and Middleditch? That's right. See? You're right, yeah. That's how good I am. Wow. Oh, that was pathetic. Um, <laughs> anyway, all my guests, uh, my team here, Airwolf, uh, of course, uh, you know, we got Will, we got Blay over there working hard. What do you do here, Blay? What are you doing? I keep it all going, man. Oh I, keep, I keep oh, it all going. Okay. okay. Mistake. Well, you asked me. Mistake. <laughs> Mike back. Wow. Mistake. Wow. I apologize. Wow. That was a bad Jesus. idea. I apologize to anyone who was, dri- I apologize was to anyone who was driving idea. and just veered into a tree. <laughs> Because an overeager need monster jumped through your speakers. Anyway, thanks to the Earwolf gang. And of course, you, the listeners, uh, for tuning in every week. Yeah. Adam and Jen. Yeah, Paula. And Paula. Yeah. Just to, uh, I Paula. mean. All- oh, I don't, I didn't know if you wanted to include them. Well, no, I wanted to cut them out. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if we were still recording, but no, if no, you wanted I like, to read. What I like to do is withhold praise for, from some people so they try harder next year. It's a sick <laughs> game awesome. I play. Yeah. No, and Checks. guess what? I looked into it. Caligula did this to his people. Great guy. Napoleon. Uh, <laughs> Good fella. Um, a lot of the great. Paul Pot. Yeah, Pol Pot did yeah. this a lot, yeah. uh, and it's how he seized power. Listen, I've done my homework. Stalin did this a lot in the 40s. Mm-hmm. So, um, No. No, Jen uh, deserves a, a tip of the cap. Paula and Gina, who Paula Gina, who, everybody. Yeah, yeah. And Adam, yep. who is yeah, my the guy who runs it all. Yeah. Adam has uh, got the most beautiful eyes of any man he I've does, ever seen. and eyelashes, too. Yeah, he's got yeah. eyelashes for days. Yeah. Seriously, I want to lick his eyeballs. <laughs> Nothing to do with his contribution to the podcast. So. I don't know actually what he does with the podcast. I know that- <laughs> Be frank, I don't either. Yeah. And you know what? Very little money's been trickling my way, and I do notice that he's driving around in a Bentley now. <laughs> so uh, I'm very suspicious of, uh, of him. Well, anyway, we just thanked a whole bunch of people. I know you all probably fast-forwarded through that part, because it's like at award shows. Yeah. Yeah. We're thanking a bunch of people they don't know. Yeah. And that's why I wasn't going to thank anybody. I was going to pretty much say- this was a one-person effort, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. Because that's faster. Come on. It's faster. But that's not nice. Well, are we here to be nice? If it was just you, you'd be sitting here just talking to yourself, and no one would be recording anything. <laughs> Which is what I do at home anyway. <laughs> My wife is always hearing me talking to myself in a room in the house, and she's always saying, I'm enjoying the show up here. <laughs> really love listening to your one-man show. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Hey, we don't have time to mess around because we have a very special guest today. I wanted someone really fantastic for this, our season finale, and damn, did we deliver. My guest today is a comedy icon who has won 11 Emmys, nine SAG Awards, a Golden Globe, and the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Good Lord. She played one of the most iconic sitcom characters of all time, Elaine Bennis on Seinfeld. She won six consecutive Emmys for her role as Selena Meyer on the HBO series Veep. And it's hard to stress this enough. Uh, I'm truly delighted and honored that this insanely talented person is with us here today, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Thank you for joining us. I mean, are you going to have me over to your house for dinner? Yes. 
I would have you over. The problem is it has to, you have to be, you have to be, you have to reciprocate. What does that mean? I want to be in your life a lot. <laughs> I want to be a regular part of your life. I want to be able to tell people I can't. Oh. I'm going over to Julia Louis-Dreyfus's Oh, look at you saying it with ease. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm better at saying your name than you are. I would love it because you are beloved. I'm not here to embarrass you. You are absolutely beloved. And I would, it would be good for me in the business. It would be, (laughs) I'm not lying. It would be good for me if I said, love to, can't do it. Hanging with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I'm going over to her place. I can't. She's making me a custard. Whatever. And then people are like, wow, Conan is the shit. You would say key lime pie. Okay. Is that what you like to make? Yes. Okay. Wow. And yeah, I'll have you over. Would you really? Yeah. How old are your kids? Uh, They're in their late 40s. Uh, How unusual. (laughs) I have them. No, they are. My daughter is 15. Uh Uh-huh. And my son is 13. I'm going to tell you something. We made a what some parents think was a controversial decision. Mm. But my wife made the decision, and I went along with it, to let our kids watch Veep. Because mm. When? We, How long ago? Uh, they started watching it a year ago and quickly okay. caught up. But, you know, it can be quite adult in its language. You think? Yeah, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we decided it was the best comedy they could be watching. We let them watch The Simpsons and we let them watch Veep. We have like a very, it's rarefied air. And my kids died. They just loved it so much. Oh, good. I'm so glad. So I told them yesterday, they don't give a shit about my career, my kids, in Mm. a really healthy way. They actually have contempt for it, as do many. They read the trades and they... (laughs) But I told them that I was coming By here. By the way, my children don't give a shit about my career. It's either. good, right? Oh, yeah, because come on. it's. Right. I mean, it's it's what you do for a living, but whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. I, I would like it if they were a little in awe, but no. They, um, or just pretended, but they found out that I was coming here to uh, talk to you and um, my stock went through the roof. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah, no, you're absolutely adored. I mean, uh, many places, but in our home, you are so fucking funny. And, Thank you. And, God, uh, that's so really, nice. Thank no, no. You. I mean, I, I would hope that you would know that at this stage. Thank you. In Thank your you life. very much. I, well, I'm very proud of Veep, that's for sure. And that's a lot of sweary stuff for your 13 year old, but I figure. Here's what my wife does. When someone goes on a long run on the show of just, I mean, the like really- Dan back it all. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's the intense cum, jizz, guzzling, you know, cock, whatever. Taint, the taint, whole deal. the whole thing. And it's this intense run. My wife goes, la, 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 la. And I'm like, they can hear it. By they the can way, hear that it. doesn't hurt the comedy. It- <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I know. It's ridiculous. So we'll be watching Veep, and she'll be like, ah, la, 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 la. and she'll be going, sorry, 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 sorry. And I'm like, okay, all right. But um, <sighs> also name dropping, I just went to Ghana with your friend Sam Richardson. Boy, don't I know it. I saw that because I-, I didn't know he was doing it. And then I saw on Instagram, Is first of all, how much do you love Sam? He is, the Sam Richardson, is guy. so uh, lovely and yeah. nice, but also so damn quick and funny. And you forget he's just one of the best improvisers alive. And by the way, I th- he's part of royalty in Ghana. Mm-hmm. 
which is so incredibly exciting and cool. But I'm so happy you had that experience with him. I mean, that was like you were gone a week or something. Yeah, I was crazy, gone for right? a week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. It I was think great. my phone's on. Okay. All right. You couldn't pronounce your name, and you have a live phone and a podcast. I'm just going to, excuse me, it was on? Yeah. Guess yes, what? Yes. When we're good friends, 50% of the time, that'll be me saying, I'm you coming over. You can airdrop me your contacts right now. Okay. I'm going to say I'm coming over for key lime pie. I'm just going to say KLP. <laughs> um, I'm an idiot. Uh, no. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Because people like you so much. I did, I was on the, on the way in today. I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if I just went after you? In the podcast, like do it was it. just a takedown. Just do it. I'm I'm up for it. No, and and you called your publicist after when she went, and she's like, "How was it with Conan?" You was like, "It was, I gotta say, it was rough." <laughs> just, and I was like, hey, "You know what? You've had a free ride for too long." <laughs> and then I just came at you with all this stuff. I that would love it. Some of it was true. Some of it isn't true. And just, it was just first of all, what is true that you're going to come after me about, you motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what you did. Look at you, you're getting all red. That happens so yeah, easily with me. I, I just, okay, what this happened just now? done, okay. Something unplugged? Yeah, no, I just fixed it. I've never it. had, in, you're the, you're the uh, finale, season finale guest, and you've had more trouble with the easiest things. Your headset, <laughs> <laughs> pronouncing your own name. <laughs> Simple things are giving you a, a hard time. I'm no, there was sure my insurance is clear when I drive out of here. Uh, <laughs> so I can feel myself driving straight into the Warner Brothers gate. I feel that coming on. It's going to happen. Yep. You do this thing that I absolutely love. Hate. That I yeah, that I absolutely hate. You do this thing I hate. Julia Louis Dreyfus. If that's even your real name, we did a little research on the internet. Um, <laughs> You do this thing that I think is so essential to all my favorite people in comedy. You, because in a lot of ways you've been a trailblazer and you have been, no, you've been iconic in, I would say, let's be fair, in uh, probably the biggest sitcom of, one of the biggest sitcoms of the second half of the 20th century. And that's really the only time TV existed. So why even say that, Conan? Uh, <laughs> it just shows that you are good with numbers and years and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you're much better than those sitcoms from the 1880s. Um, <laughs> but you have meant a lot for a long time to a lot of people. And then, I, you know, I've sometimes I've read articles where they say that your heroes among women are like Lucille Ball, Cloris Leachman, these different people. And you said something that I think appeals to me across the board, regardless of gender, which is you're not afraid to look silly. You're not afraid to humiliate yeah. yourself or you're not afraid to put yourself in an undignified position when you're doing comedy. And I always think, God I, bless you. I prefer that. A lack of dignity is where you're sort of headed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you have to do that. Yes. Yes, you do. But. But it can be kind of agonizing. In what way? Well, in two ways. One is if you fail doing that, it's a humiliation that has no bottom. It's just deep humiliation. Yeah. And if you succeed, there's still an element of humiliation. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, it is still you, – you have to look a fool. And so mm -hmm. there's great, it's great to have success doing that, but it's also kind of wincy at the same time, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense to me because- <laughs> You do I've, it for a living. I've had a lot, well, I know I've had a lot of experience with, 
I'm very silly, and I'll sometimes I'll take big swings. Can you and, be a dick? Are you really mean? Do you get mean? I'm going to throw this to my people. Matt Gorley, uh, son of obsession. Um, who, who do you want to go, Sony? You've got more history. Uh, All right, I got I that answer. Yeah, yeah, you got the answer. Shortened you needed. and real, like you know, it's one of the, these people really perked up. Oh my this god, <laughs> they climbed out of their coffins. They came to life. Uh, right. I, I would say that I have a gear that is, I, I, you tell me if I'm wrong. I think I am a genuinely nice person and I do care about people, but I am so talented at being mean. Yep. I'm so good at it. And when I do it with my staff or in the writer's room, they'll be laughing so hard they're crying, but I'm like, none of this can ever be on TV because it's just too, you know what I mean? It's, I'm, well, wait a minute. I'm like I'm not a ninja. Sure, but I'm not, wow, I'm not sure I follow. In other words, you're saying that you're, you have a mean streak that you can direct at them? Is that what you're saying? I the can, people you work with? I can sort of take on, I don't know. So it's almost I like would I, say you ahead. make being passive aggressive an art, mm-hmm. uh, oh. but it's, it's enjoyable and it's fun in a way. But it's still being passive aggressive. He's not being a dick in the sense that everybody hates him. He's being a dick in the sense where everybody just kind of admires him. <laughs> it's a very creative way. It's I'm I'm very creative. I gotta tell you something. I think she's being super nice and trying to keep her <laughs> yeah. job well, right no, now. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. I think you're a real dick. That's what I'm picking up on right now. I don't care about losing my job. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. She would be happy to lose her job. Well, Gorley, you t- you tell me you're newer to this. Yeah, but you, you're I'm, a real letting, cocksucker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Uh-huh. Okay. I love how your eyes got really wide and sparkly when you got the the good juice on Conan. You know, you got the tea on Conan. You're just you. I saw it. They just sparkled and got yeah. huge. I mean, you have large eyes. I'm trying anyway. to understand you. Have you come to save us? <laughs> I'm going to drive us out of here and straight into a wall. Let's go. <laughs> Paula, I want you to come to my defense. Paula Davis. Defense? Yeah. There's no pa- one in here who will defend you. No, no, Paula, I just want to say one thing. Paula's okay. been with me and uh, uh, since 1993, and we knew each other before that on Saturday Night Live, so you've known me like 30 years. Long time. Yeah. So do you want to say anything here? Here's what I want to say. He... he Rips you to shreds. It's really funny, but to the delight of everyone else. So you have to avoid being victimized. Like if I have to ask him something, I do it alone because otherwise I'll be victimized. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Right. Right. Yes. So would you say I'm a bad person? No, I'm crazy about you. Now, the problem is this doesn't get to come out that often. I can't, there's this gear I have that can't be on TV much. It's been there a little bit every now and then. And I do have a huge Catholic conscience, so I don't yes. want to. No, don't I don't think get... you're a morally bankrupt person. I don't get that sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kamala Harris saying to Joe Biden, "I don't think you're a racist." <laughs> but anyway, let's talk. Um, well, we've established that. Mm. Enough about me. I. I I do think that there are a lot of people in comedy that want to uh, they want to be in comedy, but they also want to be cool. Mm. Did you sense that sometimes where there are people that and they don't understand that you kind of it's this weird deal where you have to risk not being cool. You know, like b- being worried about being cool shouldn't probably go with comedy. It doesn't go with comedy. It doesn't go with it at all. Unless right. you're making fun of yourself for wanting to be cool. Unless yes. you take it to the 
it, turn it inside out. But right. other than that, yeah, it doesn't have any place. Now, when I watched Veep, which mm-hmm. I've established that I absolutely adore, uh, I was watching it and I was thinking, this must have been somehow therapeutic for you to play Selena Meyer because you got to be completely, I mean, it's fun to be that uncaring about other people, or at least to to inhabit that role for a chunk of your day. Yeah, it is fun. It was spectacular fun. It was uh, enormous hard work to do that show. Um, but uh, once we got it, you know, sort of when, when things would click into place, it was a dream. Uh, like the best job I've ever had in my, my whole life. Really? Yes. And, 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 and that, I've had a few good jobs. But right. This was like incredible. That cast too. Just there was not it's a, a very deep bench we had. Yes. I thought it was almost to the point of absurdity where I kept adding up the, the you know, like, wait, Gary Cole's there. And I know. I mean, I just could add uh, so many people. Um, uh, every single person, there's so many of them, I can't even come up with their names right now. It <laughs> That's was just, fine. We know who just, they are. They're, they are fantastic. Yeah. Tony Hale, Ge- Kevin Dunn, um, Reed Scott, Anna yeah. Klumski, Sam Richardson. I mean, yeah. it goes on. It just and went on and on and on. Matt Walsh, Tim Simons. Yes. Um, I was blown away by whoever's getting all these people. No one plays a false note. But I thought for you particularly, did you leave a day on that set where you felt kind of like, hey, I got that out of my system? Like I got to be, <laughs> I got to be such an uncaring, uh, you know, um, person. Or I got to be so mean in so many different ingenious ways. No, I didn't sort of that. No, not that. But I would leave set thinking, if assuming the day had gone well, <laughs> that uh, uh, oh, we. We nailed that scene, right. you know, but it wasn't like about being, because at the risk of sounding too actory about this, I came at it from a different angle, you know, of not being mean so much, but about being, uh, <clears throat> you know, what her point of view is, right. which is the only point of view. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. is, what's interesting now, because that show did such a brilliant job of being funny on its own, but also being hyper-relevant to what is happening right now. Yeah, that was, by the way, a complete yes. accident most of the time. It's lightning in a bottle. It just, I could tell, like, you didn't start out to do that. Oh, my God, no. No, yeah. quite the opposite. I mean, we had sort of a a, a line in, in political history that we didn't cross, timeline, I should say. So uh, I don't think anything beyond uh, Carter— Reagan was around there, and we didn't go anywhere near uh, uh, real history. After that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, and we were very, very deliberately never identified party, which turned out to be a godsend. So, yeah. um, you know, all of those. but And yet, the show, <laughs> we would do things like the vaccination stuff that was in the most recent season. And then the next thing you know, everybody's getting measles and whooping yeah. cough and everything else and I, and it's a huge political you know football also it was so interesting that the this character of Jonah Ryan who is comically comically inept <laughs> and unlikable and to the point where if he had existed on television 8 years ago you would have said well he's funny 
But he's a little like Larry Linville on MASH. Like no one can exist in the world who's that. Do you know what I mean? Who's, oh, who's it would have been too cartoony. Yes. But sadly, it became, wait a minute, you can go on stage and, and say, we have proof now that you can go on stage and say 750 absolutely reprehensible things and still become the president of the United States. I found and that- And belie your st- extraordinary stupidity. Yeah. And, and just let it out there. Yes. You know, like- the talking about the airports during the Revolutionary War, that was a very veep like moment. Yes. That that yes. orange turd was. Uh, Trump did mention that, yeah, during the colonial uh, revolution, we yes. did, uh, we captured the British airports. And then he, uh, he blamed that on uh, the teleprompter. Sure, he because, did. Um, because. Which is very Selena Meyer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it is, though. It's so yeah. fascinating to me that you could say. <laughs> if if I, if I said, uh, well, we all know that uh, 17 years ago I married a cactus and my children uh, are three sailboats. And then people said, Conan, what the hell was that? And I went, hey, man, it was on the teleprompter. That's totally. not an excuse. No, it certainly is not. I'm supposed to know that, wait a minute, that's not right. I'm supposed uh, to proof my speech before yeah. I make it, for example. But, um, yeah, there anyway. were just so many things with, uh, with Jonah Ryan where I thought that character, it went from being silly and kind of cartoony to, oh, they really were, the show was making the point that he can, he can – say and do anything and, and survive it and even go up in the polls. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Rise up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's chew into uh, happier topics. Uh, <laughs> you talk a lot, you've talked a lot in the past about frustration and how you think frustration has been part of your career and that it's been good for you. Is that, how do you, how do you explain that? Um, I guess it's been good for me in retrospect, but yeah, I feel frustrated all the time. So, um, I, so, and it's sort of fueled, I guess, uh, my ambition and maybe it's fueled my take on playing different roles to a certain extent, maybe. When I you, mean- When you say you're frustrated all the time, does that mean if we got in a time machine and went back to you at 18, you, you'd have a frustrate a level of frustration? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted to like- uh, uh, get on. I, I wanted to get on with things and, you know, get in, do another play. And I couldn't be bothered with school. And I just had to, you know, and we had to get this show up and we had to get, you know, there was always, um, a, 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 for me, sort of an, a, 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 ta- a to-do list of things that I had to get done that was sort of, fr- uh, I, I mean, frustrating is a little pejoratives, but um, I think somebody coined that in an article, but I think yeah. maybe uh, there there's an element of that that's true. I mean, it, it it but it implies that somehow I'm unhappy and I'm not really unhappy. What about what if we change the word to impatience? There was like an impatience to like I've got something to say, I've got stuff to do, and I want to get it done. Yeah, there we go. Impatience. That I, that I, I like that. That I can relate to. Yes, yes, I felt yes. the same way at 18, 19, like, let's go. And people would say, let's go what? And I would say, you don't understand. I got to go. I got shit I got to do. That's and, right. And uh, people thought I was, you know, crazy. Yeah. And, and I was. Uh, but I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand the impatience and how that can fuel you. And then you get to this interesting thing where you've had these terrific achievements 
but the impatience level probably doesn't really drop much. No, it doesn't diminish at all. Yeah. What's that all about? Well, you got to keep going, right? I mean, I don't want to like, I want to keep working. Yeah. So now I got to find something else to do, right? Yes. Well, that's very, uh, I'm uh, somewhat impatient too. I'm trying to cool it a little bit and because I, I could use some downtime <laughs> because it's been a rough couple of years. But but um, I got to find another gig that's really excellent. And, you know, that's really, that's low-hanging fruit, finding really good material, <laughs> as you well know. So um, Never really went looking for it, but <laughs> I was always just happy with the giggle here and there. Yeah. Uh, no, I know what you mean. There's a... Um, I want to keep working. I want to. I like doing this shit. I like yes. playing like this. And yes. So I want to keep going. There is a point that I think you could probably relate to, where you have this. You look at your career, and you're in this very rarefied air of these this these great accomplishments, and then it's easy for people to say. Um, what more could you possibly want? And they don't understand that it's like, for example, you get the Mark Twain prize and that's a huge deal and it's fantastic. And you, you deserve the hell out of the Mark Twain prize. But there's a, there's a part of you that might be thinking, this is nice, but there's a lot more to do. Yeah. And, and this is nice. And by the way, you got to make a speech to prove that you, they get. They say, "Here, take. We're giving you this award." And you're like, "Oh, that's so exciting!" And you have to make a 15 minute speech after we give it to you. And for me, that was profoundly terrifying. Like, oh my god, the pressure for that moment. And then, and then also, I'm not done. I mean, as I was watching this thing, as we were at the Kennedy Center, and yeah, you're at the Kennedy of, Center, and all these huge stars are coming out and singing your praises, and it's kind of like being at your own funeral. Yes. And I said to Brad. I did say to him, am I dead? I mean, is this, like, this is intense, you know? It got to be kind of like so much you sort of would feel dizzy, you know? I mean, it was a little much. Well, but. I've been there to to perform for other people, and they sit up in a box yeah. at the Kennedy Center, yeah. and they preside over everyone talking about them at the Kennedy Center. I know. And I was thinking— um, you need a real healthy ego to be able to handle that with no qualms. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, yeah, proceed. I, I didn't have an of, of course feeling at Exactly. All. No, yeah. I could tell you. I would yeah, not think that you would. I was very anxious. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was, yeah. I was, I was glad it, it went off okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a quick break because all there right. is more to do. Okay. There's more to do in this business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For both of us. Right, I know. Believe me, I know. Man, your eyes get huge. Oh, sorry. Tense. They just pop right out of your head. That's it. That's wonderful. You know, Scotty's cares about the environment and has strong values they stand behind. Plus, Scotty's facial tissues are super soft, strong, and absorbent, and easy on the wallet. Whether you've got allergies or just a case of the sniffles, Stock up on Scotty's facial tissues so you can stop wiping your nose on your sleeve. Isn't that disgusting when people do that, Sona? I just don't like that. No, I don't like it either. I like I like to wipe my nose on your sleeve, oh, but that's... not my sleeve. Yeah. Well, my sleeve is made of Scotty's tissues, so that's a... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. That's a very cool fashion statement. 
Hey, and stop offering guests toilet paper to blow their nose into. That's disgusting. Hand them a Scotty's facial tissue. Instead, you can find Scotty's facial tissues that come in beautiful box designs. Put one in every room. Why not make your guest feel like a king or queen? Hmm. If someone offers me a tissue, sometimes people say to me, Conan, would you like a tissue? I say, is it Scotty's? And if it's not, I just swat it away. Oh, okay. Scotty's is better at what counts. For more information, visit scottysfacial.com. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it it down I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loud speaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone (laughs) cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. back. 
Look at that. Isn't it like there's no time at all went by? Yeah, that was cool. It was like we just popped into a time machine and out again. And then we're right out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you got on your note list there. Says here, all kinds of stuff. Says go after Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It looks like you did a shit ton of research. Tear you didn't even f- fill out the first pa- oh. No, see, there's all this stuff, too. But I don't like to use the research. I like to, I didn't know you were on Seinfeld till I looked at this piece of paper. <laughs> You played Alani? Uh-huh. <laughs> Alani <laughs> Beans. Yeah. Have you made your peace with the fact that you will never walk by a TV set that 30% of the time isn't playing Seinfeld? No, I have not. You made have not peace made your with peace with that. No. Uh-uh. I have not. And I but I don't maybe you can appreciate this. I don't really like to watch any of that. I had a great time doing it and stuff, but it makes me anxious to go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. So, uh I just sort of avert my eyes for the most part. Right. You're in an airport, you're someplace, and it's in the background, and you just, you avert your eyes. Correct. You turn to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you did SNL. I did. As did you. As I was, I was a writer there. Yeah. Um, but I look back on my SNL years, people must say, oh, you must have so much fondness for your SNL years. And what I'm fond of is the experience I liked being thrown into the deep end at such a young age. I know you were much younger than I was when I, I think I was 24 when I was on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And you were much younger than that. I appreciated getting thrown in the deep end. I wouldn't change anything. I did kind of find it terrifying, even as a writer, you yeah. know? And yeah. I don't know what, it's hard to explain that to people. How people, many years were you there? I was there for three seasons. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it was very scary, and I was ill-equipped. Um, I was not a writer. And so I just came in as a, uh eager actress. Right, right. <laughs> you know how that works. I've been so, an eager actress. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was not exactly what I thought it was going to be right. at all. But you met Larry David. So. I met Larry David my third year there. He was only there for one year. And, and uh, we... Bonded in misery, and and uh, then a few years later, Seinfeld came about. But I will say that being there and learning sort of the a- a- the sort of the agony of doing the show, and how th- that is to say, S- I'm talking about SNL doing a live show and having the heartache of that because I didn't really excel there in any way, except I did learn certain things mm-hmm. by failing. And um, in retrospect, and and so it sort of informed my life moving forward from that point, for sure. Would you agree with this? I have a thought sometimes, which is I wouldn't change a thing. For everything, I wouldn't change it. Everything that's happened, all the ups, all the downs, I wouldn't change a thing. Mm. Um, would you say that about your own career? Or would you, if you could go back and change a few things, would you change them? Oh, sure. You yeah. would change them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd change them. Yeah, but wow. I, I don't. But I don't say that sort of regretfully. Right. I mean, if you're really asking me, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. I think you would change a thing. I would. You? I was trying to trick you into. <laughs> yeah, because I don't a think that's I, an honest answer. I was. I, I was just saying that. I was lying to get this me is one of, to get into your trap, which, by the way, I avoided completely. You'll notice that I'm stealth. 
you know what? You, uh, man, your eyes are working overtime. Your eyebrows are darting around. You're, you are a See, crafty. See, the thing is, let me explain something to you. Yeah. I'm not aware of that. I'm just talking to you, okay? Mm-hmm. And people, and you know, people, friends of mine will say, you, what are you doing? You've made it so clear that you hated that this or you don't like that person. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just doing nothing. I'm just sitting there listening. And I don't have any control over this, it seems. <laughs> no, this you face. have. You, it's, it just goes off on its own. It's so great. It's so entertaining. And what's fascinating is I, one thing I've always loved about soap opera acting is that the. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> no, no, no. Just, your, My headphones came off. Your from headphones that. just came off. No, no, I'm not saying you are this, but I'm saying that yeah, there's. Yeah, you're saying that. No, I am not. What I'm saying is. In Here so, it comes. This is it. No, no. In soap operas, someone will say, um, uh, Jeffrey's coming to the party, and the woman will go, Ooh, Jeffrey. And they'll be like, is everything all right? And she'll be like, I mean, it's fine. I'm looking forward to seeing Jeffrey. Now, in real life, it's clear. No, you're not looking forward to seeing Jeffrey, but all you have to do in a soap opera is go, Ugh, Je- I mean, I can't wait to see him. Right. And then everything's okay. Okay. Your face will has been doing that to me throughout. You've been showing absolute disdain and disgust for some of the areas. Well, and this then, is the this is the face that I'll be giving you when I, you come to my house for dinner. And I'll say, "Ooh, what a ugh, key lime pie, Conan! You don't like it? I love key lime pie. I really do. Oh fuck! I." Do you really see us hanging around a lot at your house? I mean, I'd be coming around a lot. First of all, that's not true. And second of all, I would love to see you and have you at my house. Except the only thing, I will say this. I don't really like, I like to bake, but I don't really like to cook that much. And I used to love to cook, but I've lost patience with it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the one issue we're going to have when Wait, you come post, over. <laughs> Postmates, right? We'll Postmates something. Yeah, that's fine. You know? I guess I don't really I don't believe in Postmates because I think that's not going to work very well. I feel like the food is going to come cold. It usually Do you, does. It, you, I mean, I don't want to put down Postmates because maybe they're sponsoring this buy show. Buy into something here, but uh, no, they're not. We'll fuck them then. Uh, it's not going to work. The food's cold, and they often get the order wrong. Sorry, Postmates, but you just do. You know, I didn't order this. You know. <laughs> This isn't what I asked for. You took two pizzas and you put a hamburger in the middle of them uh, and wrapped it into a burrito. That's not. So, you know, that's not what I asked for. So, sorry, Postmates, you had your chance. You could have bought an ad. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure out a way to get dinner at my house. What about your, your your husband and I have worked together before and I really like him, but he may, he may not want me around. Why? Because you're so good looking? I didn't think I was. Honestly, so uh, no. Well, you're and the kind of guy I like because you've got that red hair thing going, and I like that. Let's That's stay on this topic for a little bit. <laughs> so uh, I'm your type is what you're saying. Well, you were until you just asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could feel that slipping away. Sona, did I handle that badly? You had, you, yeah, you did. Yeah, you, I you got way too. I wrecked quick. it. Fuck. I just got way too happy about that. <laughs> yeah. um, but we'll we'll recover from that yeah. and we'll move on. I know that you are in this position now where everyone's saying, okay, I want to be part of the next Julia Louis-Dreyfus thing. Do you know what you're going to do? Do you have any ideas? Um, no. I'm, I'm, right now I'm in post-production on this movie that I made with our friend Will Ferrell. Oh. Uh, 
And um, so I'm working on that film, but I, it hasn't come out yet. And uh, other than that, I don't have a plan yet. I'm formulating it. Why? Do you got any ideas? I'll do anything you want. <laughs> I'm dying to work. <laughs> when are you going to catch a break? Um, yeah, I uh, I think that probably is the – I'm going to say it again. It's just the way you've always been. It's – this is this is who you are and this is who I, – I relate to it very much, which is I like to make stuff. I've had people say to me – because believe it or not, now I'm the old guy in late night television and people say like, yeah, really? I'm, I am the old guy now. I started out as, for two thirds of my career, I was the young punk. And then overnight, you've lasted longer than wow. you're the grand old. And you're like, what happened? It switched in one day. From you're not old yeah, enough to have a show. Amazing. Uh, but anyway, I find that I've had people now say to me, so do you think you'll wind it down soon and drift off into the sunset? And I think I like to make stuff. Yeah. I really like it. Totally. And, you know, why are why you would trying? You, why? Why would you wind down? No. I mean, unless you need to go wind down and you're desperate for a break. But I don't get the sense that that's no. who you are. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Well, I'm not that way either. No. That's why you and I will work together one day on a I movie. I know. I'd do that. It's a I movie. I would. Oh, what it's a movie it? I'm writing yeah. called He's Her Type, <laughs> starring Conan O'Brien and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Your name can go first. Oh but it's all about you. You're in a really good marriage. Yeah. Everything's solid. Yeah. And then you see this guy on the beach <laughs> who at first you think is a Belgian woman. But then you get a closer look, and it's called He's My – it's a rom-com. And nothing ever happens. It's just he's my type. Right. Because it's it's a senior citizen rom com, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those Are we seniors? Almost. No, we are not. We're getting there. I got news for you, friend. We're getting there. Don't you speak to me in those tones. Oh, I'm speaking to you like that. And it's not gonna stop. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Old man. <laughs> Yeah, so you look fantastic. Thanks. I got you, my hair blown out. So that's what happens. I know. This is what happens on a podcast. <laughs> you come in looking absolutely stunning and then it's a podcast. Yeah. There's no I visual thought, record. I thought I was doing your show today. I didn't I didn't realize it was a podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, you know, I want to see more tape on you till you're ready to do the show. <laughs> I want to see more proof that you've got what it takes cuz the show is uh, this, that's a high honor. This is our this is our finale. This is our this is our final um, podcast of this really fun season. And I will be honest with you, I cannot think of a better person to end this really lovely season that we've had. It's been such a joy and such a surprise. When I found out that you were willing to come on the final episode, I was filled with absolute Incandescent, no, incandescent joy oh, because that's uh, so nice. That's no, no, no. So nice. I'm, I, I mean that, and I'm speaking for everybody in the room and everybody in our this whole building was just like, oh my god, I can't believe she's going to do our last episode. It's just first of all, thank you, and second of all, I'm surprised you have that reaction, and third of all, I think maybe we didn't talk about anything that was interesting enough. Oh, I'm worried now oh, we didn't do enough oh talking my god. about something. Oh, oh I'm my having god. anxiety. Should uh, I not? Paula, can you lean in and just do? No, should we say something no, no. about anything? No. no, it was fantastic. You no, said lots of things about lots of things. It was yeah, great. Yeah, this really? isn't, we're not supposed to talk about 
it's not it's not one of those where we talk about you know the cooling of the earth or the heating of the planet. Oh or, yeah, well I'm a scientist. It's too bad we're missing that opportunity. <laughs> you have some theories, don't you? You betcha. No. Um, All right. Fine. Sitting, sitting here, uh, getting to mind meld with you uh, is a joyous thing. From it really is. It Thank really you. Is. Thank and, you. I'm so um, pleased to be here, and I, it's a a treat to do a podcast. With people who are laughing when you make a joke. It's so nice. Oh, is that, they don't do that other places? I've been in a, a podcast before where nobody's around and you're just sort of like in the ether. Yeah, that's yeah. how they usually go. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't, he's a podcast, uh, he's a huge star in the podcast world, well, Matt Corley. That's going a bit far. No, no, right? it is. He says he's a maestro at the podcasts, mm. I'm told. I've not witnessed it myself, but. Um, <laughs> you didn't bring your A game to this one? No, no, no. No, no, I'm phoning this one yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, Calling from home. Yeah, with Michelle Obama, I don't think, did you say a word with Michelle Obama? No, I didn't. Pretty no. quiet. Oh, well, How did yeah. that go? I'm going to listen um, to that on my way home. She was fantastic. Oh, yeah. She was she's great. She's a rock star, that one. She's yeah. a rock star, yeah. And But I have to say, it's been a season of him. Mean, you mentioned Will Ferrell. We started with Will Ferrell. It's just been all these terrific people, but I- I love um, Will, by the way. Will is a absolute delight, and he is that person. I had the joy of <laughs> sitting with Will on a- We were flying, it was like American Airlines. This is years and years ago, and we're both flying- from one coast to the other, and we happened to be seated next to each other. And we did a comedy routine together for the entire trip. We were not once real with each other, but it was too much fun, and we couldn't stop. I totally get it. It's just one bit after the other. That's a guy who comes to play. Yeah. And uh, in the most amiable way. Yes. cannot be... Described how much fun it is to work with that guy. Yeah, and I—that's the at the end of the day, I I really enjoy people. Obviously, there are different types, but when people are there to have fun, oh my, God. and they're willing to be, uh, we, we you know we mentioned <gasps> Sam Richardson earlier, but people who are willing to be funny when you bump into them in a restaurant and there are no cameras and they're willing to play and they're totally. willing to just go with it. That that always makes me believe. When I was a kid, I thought that's what this business would be. And then I've had some people disprove it and some people prove it. And I've always thought, um, I want to be one of those people that tries to prove it. Totally. You know, you can meet me at a Walmart in an aisle and we'll have a really funny thing happen. Yeah. You know. Yes, of course. And and there's no record of it and no one tweeted about it and it just was a happening. It's incredible. And when you find people like that, that want to, that prove that theory, Hang on to them for dear life because those are the real ones. You yeah. know, right? Yeah. Yeah. The way I'm hanging on to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the title to Conan's a Creep. Uh, anyway, um, thank you so much. Thank I love you. you. I love your work. And thank I'm you, just Conan. so happy too. that you. you came in today. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted and honored to be here, really. Sona, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there. California. (laughs) California, Sona. No matter where you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. 
I'm a California resident. So are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. Is your money just sitting around being lazy? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't like Get that. Get a job, money. No, that's not what I oh. meant. But in a way, it is what I meant. Okay. That's a good point, Sona. You have hard-earned cash, and it should always be working towards a better financial future for you. Your money shouldn't be sitting around, you know, watching reruns on TV and eating nachos. It should be working <laughs> for you. Well, guess what? Robinhood pioneered commission-free stock trading over a decade ago. They continue to offer innovative products to help you maximize your money's potential. That's good. You got to have that money working for you, man. Yeah. With over 23 million funded customers, Robinhood is helping people build a better financial future. With Robinhood, it's simple to make investments towards your future goals, whatever those may be. We all have some bucket list items to cross off, and Robinhood has tools to help you pursue them. Investing a small amount now could make a big difference 30 years down the road. That's good. Isn't that a nice thing? Give yourself 30 years from now a gift of what you do now. <laughs> it's nice to be in the driver's seat and have autonomy when making investments, which is easy to do with Robinhood. Take your financial future by the reins. Download the app or visit Robinhood.com to learn more. Investing involves risk and loss of principle is possible. Mm. Remember that? Other fees may apply. Returns are not guaranteed. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. Guys, do you want to review the reviewers, the iTunes reviews? Okay. Wait, what is this? This is where we take a look at some of the reviews written about the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That's terrifying. You've done this before. You can handle this. I, you know, I, I protect you through these. You don't need a lot. Oh, so of there's bad, really no, bad ones you're no, not reading. No. Oh, no. No, this is how my, is this honestly how my brain works? Yeah. yeah I, I know it is. And it that's is. what, I know. I don't choose any of those. Yeah. But Wait, that means, you just said, I don't choose any of those. That well, means they you exist. You can't go anywhere on the internet without that happening. There are bad ones about Sona and me. There are bad ones about everything. But no one. You just told me there's really shitty stuff about me that you're not going to tell oh me. Oh, my God. Because it's to be discounted because it's creepy, crazy people. And I'm not saying there's not, you know, relevant criticism. There's just some people that go to town in a way that says more about them than you. Mm-hmm. How did we get down this hole? You just put me in a bucket and lowered me into a deep well of, That's not what I'm well of despair. No. No, but you made it quite you clear to me. You have one of the highest rated podcasts. I'm saying- So what? <laughs> all I hear is one of, why not the? And oh. then all I hear, hold it, I'm not done yet. And then you tell me that there's people out there that wish me dead. No, that's not what I'm saying. Come on, man. What happened there? What are you, a drug dealer? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. This is some good shit. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. I can handle it. Okay, this is titled, Can I Work For You? Dead Serious. Five stars by Smelly YCT. <laughs> this is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. I've been a longtime fan of Conan's. Gone to many tapings and enjoyed everything he's ever done. I'm super serious about wanting to work for you. I will help out 
in any way possible. When Conan yells for his lunch, I'll get it. If Sona or Matt need their feet rubbed, I'll rub. Please consider hiring me to work for any of you. Your energy is awesome, and I feel like I relate to each of you in so many levels. Keep up the great work, and thank you for the laughs. Okay, and then also... who? Wait, who was that person? Smelly YCT or something. Smelly... Uh... I thought that was a lot of nice things you said. The feet rubbing, that those times are over. No, no, no. Mm. Yeah. No I want to join rubbing. Team Coco Gives Five Stars by Coco Hopeful. Oh, what I would give to work as Sona and Matt's assistant or just in any way that's connected to Team Coco and the macabre, witty, and hilarious banter that goes on with Conan. Love the podcast. Wait, what did you? <laughs> it sounded like you were going to get I know there more. was more, but the picture went away. <laughs> Oh, God, God, you're a strange guy. I'm not a strange guy. You're an odd fellow. You are an odd fellow. No, yeah, yeah, man, your comebacks are just fantastic today. You're throwing high heat. Oh, my God. Incredible fastballs. I'm not trying to come back. You are. Oh, man, this season Uh, break can't come soon enough. Okay, let's get into it. That's nice, Uh, Sona. I would like you to note that the job you routinely complain about is one people really want to have. I know. They can have it. You would. You wouldn't. Leave no, me. I wouldn't. I need to. I want to buy a house. I no, need no. To keep that's not why here. you wouldn't. You're right. You wouldn't because of your love and affection no. for me. I want to buy a house. Yeah, and I. You deserve a house. D- thank you. And uh, so yeah, I need this job. But if someone wants to come in and do everything I'm supposed to do, we have that. It's Jeff's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's assistant David then routinely cool. does the things that you don't do because you're goofing off. I uh, You know what? For reals, though, I know how many people want this job because people tell me they want my job on a regular basis and that uh, I appreciate that I have my job. Uh, but but that, it doesn't alter your behavior at work. It doesn't. That is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I find that fascinating. Why? But I think it would take three weeks for anyone to get in that job and be in the exact same outlook as you. Yeah. yeah. You ruined this job so quickly. <laughs> How did I do that? Because when I, do you remember? I think we may have talked about this, but I'm not sure. I came in, I was professional, I took notes, I cared. And then once I talked to my grandma on the phone, and I was speaking to her in Armenian, and I hung up, and you were like, what was that? It sounded like you were arguing with Dracula. And <laughs> it then- did. Can I just say, I was in my office, and I heard all of a sudden, I'd only hear you go like, oh, hi, Conan. Okay, Conan. Hey, good show, Conan. Blah, 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 Conan. And then all of a sudden, I hear you pick up the phone, and you started to go like, the sun is coming. I must get to the coffin. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? I didn't know you could do that. So it was just a little bit shocking. But then I think we were off to the races because it was soon after that that I started. Uh, m- um, Michael Jackson passed away. Yes. And I, I called you and I said I demand a private viewing. Uh, but I don't want us to run into Tito. And you believed that I knew Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I, I, when I came to work, I saw your pad, and it was like, private viewing, avoid Tito. <laughs> <laughs> you were writing it all down, and you were trying to figure out. I thought he was serious. Oh <laughs> it was God. serious. And what were yeah. you thinking, that he's going to get a private viewing with I, Michael Jackson's body? I was like, how do I do this? Who do I call? How do, whose yeah. publicist do I reach oh, out to? And then, and then um, this later showed up, I don't know, some one of the tab did a thing of like the meanest people on television <laughs> and I was in the list like it's the meanest so people yeah, and, and, and are you and, sure it was a tabloid or the New York Times <laughs> girl I'll give it to you on that one because they also print a lot of fake news um, but uh no they said uh Conan O'Brien is a you know horrible boss who forced his assistant 
to get him a private viewing of Michael Jackson's body <laughs> when he died. Leak? What? I, well, because we talked about it. Oh, yeah. okay. We may even have talked about it on the somewhere. We, we talked about yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, we did. And um, <laughs> it, it got out there, and they printed it like it was a real thing. Oh my god! Which was hilarious. Like oh. I, I just loved that I was in the pantheon of the cruelest people. It was in show amazing. <laughs> so I'm. What I'm saying is, I started off being very professional and wanting to do this job properly, and then you came in the picture <laughs> and right. just ruined that. Well, I think other things too. Your predilection for edible uh, okay. marijuana. That's, uh, okay. You're a fan of your drink. Um, Matt, should we hire an assistant? Let's do it. Your drink? You like a drinky winky every I now and then. I do like a drinky winky. Although uh, you've, 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 you know, married life, you've cleaned up a lot. I have. You were a, you were a crazed pirate three years ago. <laughs> You really were. You were an insane, crazed pirate. I, you know what? We would go on road trips uh, for the show, and you would be swinging from ropes from the rafters with, uh, you know, uh, a doobie in oh. your lips, yeah, holding a holding a jug of triple X tequila. You know, I'm flirting. a notorious recluse in the homebody, but I would love to party with you because I you was... just seems like you would be. The it most was a great. I was a yeah. great partier back in the day. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I you know would. who's not a good partier? Me. Mm. I can be fun. I'm fun. I'm, I like to, you know, talk. But you're not the guy who's going to do a keg stand. No, but I'd you be, are the guy who's going to make everyone laugh. I'll make like people laugh. But if I did stand. a keg stand, I'd be. I'd somehow. N- be the first person to be paralyzed doing a keg stand. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't party. Well, I mean. Well, what, what do you mean by find party? party? Well, that's what I mean. I like, like to tie one on. I like to. Ha- I like. Oh my to god! Hang yeah. What he friends. likes to do is he oh, likes no, to call no. his mom. No. He no. likes to get uh, Winifred on the line. Welford. Welford. And he likes to get together with his mom, and he gets all oh, those really, you know, those wheat fins that have the caraway seeds. He <laughs> yeah, likes to get those. Those are crazy. And some Stilton cheese. Yeah. And then if I'm uh, really feeling dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And then he loves to get just a mellow yellow soda and. Uh, <laughs> Then just chill, man. Just watch the sunset. You two have so many similarities. I think that the one friend that you really made, Conan, is is Matt. And I think you need to admit that. Uh, nope. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'm not quite ready to admit that either. Yeah. You <laughs> stick around for season two. Yeah, we'll see if it happens. And see if uh, <laughs> I sign up with Freak Show over there. <laughs> um, sorry, man. Hey man, you had it coming, man. I sure did. That's a nice watch again. Watch. Don't compliment me. Yeah, you. Are. No, I'm not complimenting you. <laughs> I'm wondering how you got that nice watch. Someone here is taking the podcast money because I'm certainly not getting it. Who's getting the podcast money? We are. God, well, look at that watch. You always make fun of him for mentioning something the listeners can't see, and you complimented yeah. his watch. Yeah, and no one can see it. I am a master Hypocrite. at painting a picture. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear it. I am an expert at painting word pictures. So when I compliment a watch, when I compliment a watch, people... Throw stones at glass houses. When I paint a picture of a watch, people can see it. Now, when you say things, they can't picture them. You didn't describe it, though. (laughs) You just said it's a nice watch. I didn't even have to. It's the way I said, nice watch. Everyone could imagine it. And you know what? Whatever watch you imagined was the watch. (laughs) That's the kind of powers I have. Let's go home to our podcast home. Yeah. Well, those were good reviews. 
<laughs> was that what we did? <laughs> we got lost on a long tangent, and uh, now it's like a nine-hour podcast. I've liked. I've always wanted to keep this podcast tight. We do. And that's what I've always. Uh, what? What's your problem? Why did you pronounce it like? Yeah, that? you just did a Mike Myers from Goldmember. <laughs> it's toit. Remember when he's the Dutch guy? Yeah, that's what it's from. I'm yeah. Dutch, isn't that freaky? <laughs> yeah. I think you were. I think you were trying to be like hip and cool. Yeah, like you were. You thinking you were saying like noise or something yeah, like in that like internet noise, parlance like toy, that people do? Toy. Toy. It's oh, gonna come around now. People are gonna start saying that because I said it. <laughs> anyway, I like to keep this podcast like my body nice and toy. I don't like podcasts that indulge. Oh, it's two and a half hours long of people meandering and blithering and blathering. Yeah. I want this podcast to be like my naked body, nice and see through toy. <laughs> Toit. You want a podcast that you can see blood coursing through veins? I am. Remember those models? Yeah. The Invisible Man? Yeah, yeah. The model that you, <laughs> that you could see the, the circulatory system? Yeah. 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 Get the woman and that's me. Toit. Toit. The podcast should be toit. This is so stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, that does it uh, for our <laughs> season finale we are coming back uh for another season season two of conan o'brien needs a friend but um but yeah this is uh this is our last episode for this season and it's been an absolute joy started out as a complete lark i didn't know what to expect and uh i have had a blast and if you've uh, enjoyed listening half as much as i've enjoyed doing it then that's a bad ratio and i should definitely <laughs> improve uh so stick around season two uh will be coming up uh i believe in october and uh hey check out uh dana carvey uh it starts in august and um that'll be august uh 5th i think those start those are going to be really funny uh all right thanks for sticking with me and we'll see you soon i don't know how people sign off on podcasts so you can see i'm struggling (laughs) Tip your waitress. Be Come kind. On, rewind. Come on. Come on. Let's put you to bed. Uh, I'm old. I'm so old. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend with Sonam Obsessian and Conan O'Brien as himself. Produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco and Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Special thanks to Jack White for the theme song. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blayert, and the show is engineered by Will Beckton. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review featured on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 323-451-2821 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.